Each time, we're going to sit down with different people for an informal conversation around the current themes we're having in the New Skins community. This theme is the heart of Christmas. Each time, I'll be in conversation with different people exploring what is at the heart of their Christmas festivities. So grab your festive bells, put on your tinsel, and let's cut ourselves a healthy slice of Christmas joy. Well, uh, hello everyone and welcome to another um, New Skins Table Talk. So I'm uh, joined today over Zoom. So this is quite interesting. New tech and everything. So <laughs> I'm joined by Layla, who's um, a kind of very long-term friend of our families. Um, uh, so would you like to introduce yourself and say something about yourself? Yes. Um, yeah, so it's really lovely actually to do this with you, Andy, because I remember us being sort of 18 or something. Just Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so my name is Leila Barbridge. I'm married to Andrew and I've got three children, two girls and a little boy. Um, I come from Uganda originally and I am an author. I've written three books, um, Leila Ashes of Childhood, which is about my story growing up in Uganda. Um, it's not really a funny, fun read at all <laughs> because it's, yeah, it's a heartbreak, but I think it's a good one to introduce my faith. Um, I've written Dear Trust Goods Word which I call an antidote for their trust goods and <laughs> for Leila Ashes of Childhood and the children's book, um, just to support life in Uganda, uh, where I come from, yeah. Wonderful. And I think it, you, was it, were you quite, I think we were quite new to the country when, when we, we first met. Is that right? Yeah. You haven't been here very I long, had you? No, so I was, probably was about 19. Yeah, that's quite a few years ago now. So it's really nice to, that we've kept in contact. Um, not as much. Oh yeah, as your parents are amazing. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have so many memories of having dinners at your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're really good at hospitality, aren't they? Yeah. So we're we're thinking about Christmas uh, as it, we're running up to Christmas now. So um, it's quite exciting. I'm really excited about Christmas. Is Christmas something big in your house? It is actually. It really is, and I think having children, it's really taught me to appreciate it um, yeah. because they get so excited, mostly about presents, um, which is very different from me because for me, Christmas is Christ and yeah. just celebrating the love that was born for us. Um, but also watching children um, grow with this magical kind of, you know, expecting um, and, and like getting excited about the lights and the tree mm. and the everything around Christmas for me it's been a like I feel like God is just giving me the years I miss because as a child I did not have that at all yeah. um, Christmas you know just living in poverty in Uganda wasn't really magical for me and sometimes I didn't even notice it was happening so it's really wonderful in my house and and, and my kids are really helping me um, celebrate it and um, enjoy it well, as I'm like, it's about Christ and it's about my faith and the love that came in the world for me. It's actually really nice to remember that it's a joyous time yeah. um, through my children, if that makes sense. Yeah, it seems to be a time where it's much easier to express our joy, um, mm. it, it, not even just in like kind of our Christian lives, but in our kind of everyday lives. You know, it, it, people are much more open to the idea. And I think that's, that's what yeah. I'm really exciting about Christmas is that. that yeah. It is, yeah. And I think, yeah, it, it also gives you a chance to have that conversation with children about, you know, Christ that 
I don't usually find the time to, you know, because my yeah. little girl is eight. She's very inquisitive. She's always asking. So, mommy, didn't Jesus came? And I feel like it's, I find it easier to talk about my faith and explain yeah. what it's about, you know, other than presence and all that. But yeah, it kind of, kind of focuses in a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess that's kind of what we're touching on when we think when we're talking about what the heart of Christmas is. Is what does it hone in on? What does it really focus us in on? And for some, yeah. you say it's like presence. For some, it's um, you know the family. But actually, you, you, for you, it's your own your own faith. It is my own faith. I think just um, because I did not have that usual go back to family or yeah. um, buy presents. I, I kind of zone back into what it meant to me as a child. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, I became a Christian when I was about eight years old. And I remember that Christmas Day was such a big thing where my grandmother would dress up and we'd go to church the whole day. I mean, it was fun then, but right now, if you put me to church the whole day, I think I would have a little bit of a... <laughs> <laughs> You know, but then I think it was really special because we knew that what was special about it is going to church. Yeah. yeah which, I mean, being in a different culture, it's very difficult for me to watch that, oh, Christmas is more about food. And family, that's a really good element because I know that Christmas is when my grandmother took us. It was all of us as a family. Yeah. So that's, that's not very different culturally. Um, but I think yes, yeah, the present bit that I, I, it gets me puzzled. Even though I like when I get a present, actually. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting talking about Uganda and Christmas. So if you could th- like very widely thinking quite mm. widely about Uganda and Christmas, what is it like? I'm gonna think about Christmas in Uganda about 16 years ago because that's how I remember yeah. it. Um, right now, I think it's gone commercial and people are more right. probably being western because i can when i speak to my sisters they're like oh we put the christmas tree and i'm thinking we never had a christmas tree where do you get it from you know (laughs) so um i think in uganda it's mostly about family to be honest because families get together and share food it's more about sharing it's more about um i think well as in in the culture i mean right now in the west you look at people share presents in Uganda it was families and neighbors mostly about neighbors coming together and sharing a meal um we didn't have any food when I was little and I remember some of our neighbors actually used to get food off their plates and make sure that we had food because we we just sat there and just looked at them and I think that was really beautiful because it's a special day no child would should or no family should go without so um, it, it Christmas for me brings a lot of memories back because um, there's one particular Christmas where we we never really had any food and I think our, our neighbours had travelled and I remember just sitting there and just so hungry. Um, so it's a bit emotional for me Christmas, but yeah. it was, but it's all the beautiful thing about it. I think it's my faith because I think okay in that time when I remember that time, okay, I didn't have food, but I had Christ and that was meaningful for me. Yeah. So I think, yeah, thinking about Uganda for me, Christmas, that's what it is. But if I'm to talk more about Uganda, it's mainly about sharing and not just family, but neighbours and just people coming together and being a unit, really. Yeah. Sharing love. Yeah. I think when we, we rec- I recorded an episode with someone from Cliff here um, earlier mm-hmm. um, and um one of the things we talked about was community, how we really wanted Christmas to be more 
community focused and that was really important and it sounds actually like that's really at the heart of a of, of well of certainly of your experience of Ugandan Christmas a community yeah. and a, it, broadening family and wider um, absolutely and I, and I think um, like we are a body in Christ we are a family uh, and I think that's really important to look um to look at our neighbors I mean just before lockdown the last Christmas before the first lockdown we I just said to my husband, I just feel like we, we celebrate as a family and it's wonderful, but they are our neighbors who don't have anything. Yeah. So we did our Christmas on the 23rd and we had a, this big get together in the village hall. And it was the best Christmas I've ever had for me because it reminded me of our home. It reminded yeah. me that it's not just about us, but it's about us as a community, as a big um, you know, big we, we possess this big heart of God and it's so lovely to share it without difference on a special day like Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really, yeah, yeah that's really nice. Um, and yeah. so thinking kind of, so yeah, so talk me through your kind of childhood Christmas because you didn't come from a Christian home to begin with, did you? I mean, you said you came to faith when you were eight, around eight. Yes. Um, so yeah. was Christmas still a part of your life before that period? Um. No, so, and I think this is easier to read in my book, but I grew, my mother had me when she was really little, so she gave me up to my auntie. Um, even though the family I lived in celebrated Christmas, I wasn't invited on the table. Yeah. I just helped out preparing, but when it was eating a meal on this very happy day, I was taught to stay in the other room. Um, so it didn't really mean anything to me Christmas until probably the year I received Christ and I had come away from my auntie yeah. and um, ended up with my mother. And tragically, my stepfather was murdered by then. But then Christmas in the slums where we ended up with my mom, it wasn't really easy because it, we were just surrounded by poverty. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but the beautiful thing about it is we the whole community, especially the children, I think we had a, a kind of a survival, survival mechanism, like as a technique, we, we just came together and sang songs yeah. and somebody had a, a pot of porridge, we could share it. So the spirit was still there, um, but it's something that as a child, I didn't really know about until later. And it was because I received Christ and I, I went to church that I actually started enjoying these celebrations. Yeah, you know, I lived in a family that celebrated Christmas and they dressed up really nice, but I wasn't part of it. Yeah, that's with that's with your aunt, auntie, you mean? Yeah, with yeah, my auntie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's something that I've come to really appreciate because of my faith. Really, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and 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 so even though I mean, particularly when you were in the slums with your with your mum, um, the uh. The, the kind of the message of Christ was still able to break through, even though, you know, all the things that we associate with Christmas in the West now, they weren't there. But the message yeah, of Christ was able to break through still. It was. And um, I always often when I go to talk in churches or places, I say to people, um, biscuits led me to the Lord. Yeah, I remember this. So... <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think this is the thing. Um so basically, I ha I was reading an article the other day, and this lady actually went to Uganda in the slums to take the good news. But he, he said, I did not take my Bible and Christ with me. I took food yeah. because people need a full stomach to get that. 
for me to become a Christian at eight year old, they were giving biscuits. And that's how I went <laughs> to get a biscuit. I did yeah. not go for the good news. I went for biscuit. Um, and when I got that, I, you know, they said, let, let the little children come to me. And I thought they actually, the man who was speaking was Jesus for me. I thought, yeah, <laughs> you know, I want you to take me away. And, you know, but then there, I was actually received into a family that didn't just celebrate um, Christmas, but celebrated a body of unity. You did not have to um, to belong to a certain family to be accepted. Yeah. And I think I remember Christmas Day at church. Oh, it was just so glorious. It was just so beautiful because they cooked food and we ate like a family. Even my family who weren't Christians, like my mother came along, my sisters, and we were fed without being outcast without being looked at that we are from the slums yeah so I think the gospel did reach us even in the slums and I'm very grateful for that yeah. day actually yeah I'm <laughs> grateful the biscuit and you had all and you seem to have had all these kind of um experience of Christmas in in terms of church family the community and your kind of nuclear family they're all kind mm. of um some somewhat like different aren't they to each other um, and how how have they molded together to make your kind of heart of Christmas uh, as an adult now? How all these kind of aspects that you kind of grew up with and uh, and and kind of learnt from and, and and built on on how has that kind of affected how you do Christmas now? I guess I think it has helped me be more grounded. Yeah, in a way because. Um, if I didn't have the experiences I had as a child or the Christmases I experienced as a child, I probably would go crazy with worldly things. Yeah. But I find myself, uh, for my children, one of the things that we do every Christmas, and it's really dear to my heart and my children's, we do say, what do you want for Christmas? And we all say we want this and say, okay, you're going to get maybe two of those. And then what we're going to do is we're going to give um, a gift to children in the slums where I came from yeah. because I do talk to my, my children about it. And um, one of the things I do with an initiative I've just started as Lelela Initiative is buy food for people where I come from in the slum to have one day of celebration. And that's their Christmas, just to know that yeah. the love of God, they are not forgotten. You know, so for me, my experiences have molded my Christmases to be, to have the joy, to have the presence, but more so the love and the sharing. So it has made me more grounded. I'm very grateful for what I have. And Christmas Day for me is very difficult because as I eat this big meal and enjoy with my family, it's quite emotional that I know in my heart that we are sitting here in a safe house, warm house. There are people out there who are me and they're still living in poverty. There's a child sitting on that veranda who was me that has nothing to eat. So I I kind of, yeah, so it's a very emotional time for me yeah. in a good way because I feel privileged that I can share even miles away. Yeah. But also I feel privileged that I, I have, I can provide for my family if that makes sense. Yeah. And also I feel loved because I, for me, I don't look at myself as belonging to one family. You know, I belong to so many. I mean, your your family is one of those. And 
I've, I'm a child who has gone through so many hands and that's because of the love that came on yeah. Christmas Day, I think. Yeah, so it's kind of um, not a weird one, but it's a kind of a blessed time for me because it gives me an opportunity to reflect just from that child to the woman I, I am, you know, right now, 33 years old, sitting and eating and feeling really blessed on every front, front yeah. of my life. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's really amazing to hear you talk about it because you've seen Christmas from so many different aspects. You've seen Christmas mm-hmm. on the sidelines. You've seen Christmas from poverty. You've seen Christmas. You've seen the difference that Christ makes to Christmas, and then you've seen yes. Christmas. You know where, where you have plenty, and you and, yeah. and all of these are Christmas. All of these are kind of some some of them what somewhat conflicting kind of aspects <laughs> of Christmas, and yet yeah. they've come together to make you who you are. Um, and to make you see Christmas in a particular way. And that, that's just, you know, just been very interesting to see how that's happened. Yeah, and, and it's, a, it's a, such a beautiful thing. I've, I honestly just feel so privileged that I've known little and I've known the middle and I've known plenty. I, I just feel so privileged uh, because it gives you a cut in um, some kind of... Um, insight into the life that I think not many people get the opportunity to live yeah you know I I always say that God has got a very funny sense of humor because he took me from the slums and sewage and all that and in in, put me in the courts world I mean there's so much money (laughs) in this place you know but that's our God and I think it's it's such a privilege to, to to be shown that kind of you know that kind of life, and I, I don't take it for granted. I really celebrate it um, with the knowledge and the life that has been given to me to celebrate. So yeah, it's quite. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful. And so, what what does um, the Christmas in the Burbridge household look like then? Like, what what does, do you have any traditions? You talked a little bit about it, but what, do you have any traditions that you've started? Do you have anything that um, you do as a family on the run up to Christmas that's kind of very significant for you? Yes, I think in the Babbage family, we, in my, because the Babbage family is quite a big unit, but just in our house here, we, first of all, we make sure that we have enough that we're going to share with our fam, big family in Uganda. Yeah. That's a tradition, and the girls will come and say, we have a piggy bank, which we really never take money out of because they never have enough, where they <laughs> do a little bit of cleaning and they say, we're saving up to give to Uganda. And so we open that and we're going to send that money to Uganda so people can have a Christmas. So that's a tradition. But also we... Is that, is that for people you specifically know in Uganda or just more widely? No, it's just for the community. Um, so I come, the slum where I came from, um, my siblings still go there a lot. And mm. we don't know people who live there now, but we do take joy there and just give people food so that we make sure that many households have got something to eat yes. on Christmas Yes, so that, that, that takes people in, in Uganda, it takes people on the ground in Uganda, doesn't it, to do some of this? Yeah. Yeah. So it's quite, so a, I've got it's a, quite a logistical thing, isn't it? it? It is quite, yeah. And then we've taken years to actually get it to where it is now, uh, to initiative. But I've got a team of people there who really get it. Uh, and because I think having lived that life, I know exactly what I want them to do and I know exactly how they want they should reach people. Um, I always say I will not change the world, but I've done my bit and maybe a child like me 
we'll see that and they can do their bit later. Um, but I think also the other thing we do is I don't get the eating the turkey bit. No? <laughs> so we, I don't at all, no. And we have had a debate with my husband about that simply because as a child, not having hard food, chicken is so important in my house. Yep. So I was like, Andrew, you can have you can have turkey at your parents, but we're going to have chicken. Literally. Nice. Okay. Fair. <laughs> it's a tradition. I've changed. Yeah. Well, we don't really we don't really do turkey much either. We we tend to do other meats. Oh. Um, just because I don't know. I guess we're not as big a fan oh, of turkey good. as other people. So it's not it's not just you. Oh, brilliant! Good because this for me it's just too personal because I'm like chicken. It was something that. In Uganda, growing up, rich people had. Yeah. So I'm like, I can afford chicken now. We're going to have chicken. Wonderful. <laughs> <You know? laughs> just, um, the other thing is I really don't get Brussels sprouts. That, yeah, fair. That's, that, that, a lot of people feel the same. Mm-hmm. I quite like them. Mm-hmm. But... I feel like it's a stunned cabbage that I'm being <laughs> duped into having. <laughs> Do you not like cabbage either then? I do like cabbage, but it's right. cabbage should be cabbage. You not, should yeah. not give me Brussels sprouts as cabbage. No, okay. no, no. Fair. And that's another thing because Andrew absolutely loves, my husband loves Brussels sprouts. So it's, we're changing yeah. tradition. We're going to have, you know, so I, it's, it's a very interesting family. And like, and the girls are very, Mommy, why do you, why does daddy like that? And you don't like that. And, you know, so we, it's a very kind of, well, we're a blended family and it's brilliant because we I just make it up as we go and I'm trying to relive my childhood through my children by making my own rules. Yeah. Because I, I didn't I didn't have that when I was little, we're gonna have it at Christmas. So we have it. <laughs> and are you the cook? Or is Andrew the cook? Um, we both do. That's nice. We both do, and we like the girls to get a bit, you know, because I think when it comes to Christmas especially when we have people around and yeah. we know how to do pigs in blankets and all that jazz. I don't, I just mix it all up and we just <laughs> go, <laughs> you know, but we both, we both get, yeah, we both get involved in cooking. So e- even, even the cooking of the dinner is, is a kind of family community like event in your house. It's not just one person. It is because, and yes. And because this is because for me, food does not, mean just eating it's a togetherness it's yeah. that sharing love and everything you know because I have this thing which my, my grandmother used to do is when you cook food you get everybody in the house to test that it's the salt is enough and and I do that with, with the kids and I think it's just it's that togetherness it's a sharing and yeah. I think food should be that especially I mean the other days one of us will cook and get on with it yeah, yeah. well as a critic Christmas is such a big thing. We are all here. We are all in the house. I mean, it's chaotic with the kids, but we love it. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds that sounds really nice. Really nice family, proper kind of yeah. All everyone mucks in and gets on with it. That's really nice. Well, I, I, I I'm I'm very different when I cook uh, special meals like that. I tend to have like a, a plan written down with all oh. with all my timings, and I'm and I and I, anyone anyone comes in my kitchen, I'm like out. <laughs> I haven't got enough space for you. I've got my I've got my own ideas. I'm just clearly not quite as uh, family and community orientated as you. Um, I love that. No, but I think we all do it differently. It's yeah. 
I think because I can't follow recipes. Definitely not. Yeah, Every me neither. I, I don't follow recipes. I have a plan of what I want just, to do in my head. I don't have a recipe. You just... <laughs> I don't, I don't, every time I've planned something to cook, it go, it just bans or goes wrong. Oh, so I just, just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I think, think I, I'm, I'm too perfectionist about how the meal should be, I think. And I like, I want to do, oh. I want, I want to give the best meal for everyone. So I'm like, right, I, I can, oh. I'm going to do this and then we'll all, and the community bit starts when we eat the food. But I really like this idea of like all mucking in together, especially now we've got an 18 month year old, um, He's getting to the age where he's very interested about what's going on in the kitchen, but sometimes too much. So oh, sometimes yeah, oh, he, yeah. he's now associating the smell of cooking with food and he absolutely loves his food. So as soon as he can smell oh. cooking, he's like, ah, dinner's coming, dinner's coming. So I really like That's that. That's a boy after my own heart. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I love he <laughs> eats so much. And I, and, and I like boy. And I like this idea of, 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 you know, drawing your children into the into the cooking experience so that they can kind of be part of it and not just you know partaking with their noses they can actually partake with their with their hands as well that's really good and, yeah i mean the older they get is the better because i think my eight and six i mean it's really i mean the three-year-old she's is getting a little bit okay yeah. but for 18 months i think it gets a bit funny because you don't yeah. want them to burn they have no yeah. sense of danger sometimes you know no. so i think and everything goes in his mouth bit... he wants to eat everything so even when it <laughs> <laughs> But you just have to give him a little test and then he knows it's coming. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know if he likes Brussels sprouts. I'm not sure he's tried them yet. Um, oh, no, he should not like Brussels sprouts. So um, thinking about uh, what what Christmas is like for you and the run up to Christmas. So like, is there any essential movies, anything, any films that you like like watching? Obviously, this is this is very much in your kind of Layla now head, not when you know in, in Ugandan Christmas because I don't I don't suppose that factor particularly much but now when you're especially with your kids now when you're running up to Christmas what is it that you want to watch to get yourself in that mood oh my goodness you know what and this is not a children's movie and I just love love actually yeah I just there's something about that film that's so warm yeah no I like yeah we like it as well and you know, like because all these couples are coming together, and yeah. there's something, something about the film that it's got so much love. And I don't think it's not particularly Christian film, so usually it would not draw me in. But there's something about it that's so Christmassy, that's so at, the atmosphere yeah. around it that is sitting on a sofa with a hot water bottle and a hot chocolate and Wonderful. just watching it. It's yeah, so that's for me as Layla now. That's what you catch me watching probably about five times. A day. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, really big favorite of yours then. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a favorite, and it's been. And I think you know why it's been because since I was a teenager, when I came here, I think it's one of the first films I actually sat down and watched. Wow, right. That yeah. one with Notting Hill. Yeah. Yeah, those are the two, and I think. It always takes me back to that nervous Layla, new country, and yeah. kind of you know. But I like I, I like that kind of naivety that I had, and I just like to feel like outside the. And I, it just shows you that there's. I feel like there's hope in humanity when I watch it. The yeah. kindness. There's something that you know. Yeah. So that's the film for me. You find a, me watching. very good choice. <laughs> I like that choice. 
And what about some music? Yeah. So I think we all love a bit of Christmas music to get us in the mood. Is there anything particular for you or a band or a sort of music that you like to listen to to get you in the Christmas spirit? You know what? This is not really Christmas, but I like Maverick City a lot because their music is great. But if when we go to Christmas, you know the song by Band-Aid, Do They Know It's Christmas? Yeah, yeah I was thinking about this earlier when you were talking and I was thinking, oh, yeah. It, re- yeah, it really brings a new light to that song, doesn't it? It does, and I just really, there's something about it that makes me reflect on my past. And I don't want to dwell on my childhood, but I imagine that I was in Uganda as a little child, and you, Andy, as here in this country Mm. celebrating and enjoying. And I would love to think, did you know that there was me out there who doesn't know about Christmas? You know, I kind of just really brings home that we should be thinking more about other people than ourselves and it doesn't even have to be Uganda because I went to Oxford a few weeks ago and was walking at night actually and you see all these homeless people and you just your heart just stops because when you go back to your warm house you don't actually think about these people yeah you know my heart just when that song plays at Christmas I just feel like actually I'm very grateful for what I have. I'm great, very grateful to have a home. I'm very grateful to have food. There are people out there who don't have this. Yeah. And uh, I think most of the time I find myself either wailing up, crying, or just saying a prayer and saying, you know, God, we can't help the whole world, you know, but I hope that they know that you are there. They know that you love them. They know that, you know, there's a bigger plan to to suffering um yeah so i absolutely love that song so much wow yeah. if it's christmas i always play it <laughs> great yeah okay that's cool and then yeah. obviously it's not brussels sprouts but if there's any is it one piece of food to you that really kind of sums up christmas for you i mean it could be part of the roast dinner but you can't have the roast dinner as a whole it's too big too iconic what is it i mean you said chicken i guess that could but what is it that you really like piece yeah. of christmasy food that you goes that's christmas now Let's go for red cabbage. Red cabbage. Interesting. Mm. I like it. Mm. It's got a bit of sweet to it. So I love red cabbage because I feel like it's got red. It's Christmassy. Yeah. Because <laughs> you don't you don't get to eat red cabbage any other time, do you? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't eat red cabbage very often. We used to eat it a bit more than we do now. But yeah, no, I get what you mean. It is very Christmassy. And stuffing. Or oh, maybe just one more stuffing. Yeah, okay. Red cabbage and stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> very good okay that's good i like that i can get on board with that so that. yeah yeah yes yeah, so i could eat those two and we'll be fine yeah great it's sorted <laughs> so um yeah. thinking we're kind of coming coming to the kind of a, a close here soon and so i was wanted if you could just kind of um explain what what for you is the heart you say of christmas we've talked a lot and we've probably all said it but if you had to sum it up what is the heart of christmas for layla the heart of Christmas for Layla, it's love and sharing. Sharing. It's love and sharing because I feel like it's really, really, really important to yeah. know that it's it's a privilege. We are blessed to have what we have and we should not be selfish. Why? Because Christmas is because God was selflessly sent his own son. Mm. So sharing for me as a, an individual is such a big part of my Christmas. Yeah. 
I just want to share. I just, yeah, I, do, I think if we just had Christmas just us or without thinking about other people sharing what we had, I think I'll be miserable. Yeah. So it is sharing, definitely. <laughs> oh, that's really nice. Well, thank you so much for sharing uh, your heart of Christmas with us. And um, it's really going to help people to kind of get a, a flavour of Christmas from Uganda, from from Oxford, mm-hmm. from how this all fits together for Layla. And, and it's really nice to, to hear someone else's kind of uh, viewpoints on what, what makes it Christmas for them. So thank you so much for that. Hi. 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 New Skins is simply a group that offers a space to think and respond. Different people have all kinds of different ways to think about and respond to life, creation, each other, faith, and God. I like to play the cello. I like swimming. I like to explore the outdoors. I like to sing. So we have a space where we can think and respond in ways that we find meaningful. As part of New Skins, we want to say, Well, well, well. well. Just as you are, whatever your background, whatever you feel you have to share. New skins, valuing difference. 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 Difference.